Hello and welcome to another episode of the Menswear Style Podcast. I'm your host, Pete Brooker. On this episode, I'm going to talk to Mats Olastrom, co-founder of Taylor Store. A little bit about Taylor Store. You're one of a kind, so why shouldn't your clothes be? Forget everything you thought you knew about sizes and fit. Taylor Store, do true made-to-measure. No shady business. Just really good custom tailored clothes. Their tailors take pride in every step of the craft, cutting, sewing, and stitching garments with the utmost precision and care. Feel as good as you look, knowing that your garment is made with sustainability in mind by well-compensated workers. You want it? They've got it, man. Discover the true potential in custom clothing with nearly unlimited design options. All their fabrics and designs are carefully selected to give you superior quality dress shirts at the best possible price. And here is Mats Ola in his own words to talk about Taylor Store. As you mentioned, I'm one of the founders and um, Taylor Store was originally founded in 2003 uh, together with uh, my longtime friend Magnus Lodberg. And um, yeah, we there was of course some beer and some laughs involved in the beginning, and uh, we had this crazy idea because uh, Magnus, my friend, he went uh, to university, and uh, in his last year there, he um, went as an exchange student to Sri Lanka for six weeks in the summer, and he came back wearing a really nice shirt, and um, he told me he paid something like five pounds something like that for that at the tailor on the street and um, we started discussing this hey couldn't we do this couldn't we like import this stuff and sell it and we both have a background being tech nerds and we were used to doing a lot of programming but we didn't know a lot about menswear so but um, i was recently unemployed and uh, he was finishing up his last year in school so we kind of thought we had nothing to lose so we um, got in contact with some of his old bosses in uh, sri lanka mm. and uh, asked them can you find some guy that we can use to send to just probe the market and see if we can find some supplier and, and so um, one of them did and, uh, right. and we got a contact who helped us build our first little tailor shop in the middle of in the jungle in Sri Lanka. Um, so is this bespoke at this moment or are you building a website that is just going to be ready to wear? No, it, it was always bespoke from the beginning. Okay. We, we never did ready to wear because we, we saw the possibilities of, of custom wear, mm. uh, what we could do. And uh, gave us a, a unique selling point to the customer that you can get your fully customized shirt to your measurements for almost no money. So we started uh, building a website during the fall of 2003. And um, then uh, accidentally we published it and accidentally we caught an order or two <laughs> <laughs> uh, without doing any marketing or, or even letting anyone know it existed. So then we, we got a hunch that, hey, this, this might actually work. Mm-hmm. And uh, back then, I, I'm, I can't be proud of the quality that we delivered. And um, looking back, uh, what, with what we know now, now know, 
we probably wouldn't have started it. But we we moved on and we we um, we tried our best to improve the quality and and finally years later we we had a product that actually was really good at a really good price so um and is this still through the sri lankan tailors or have yes, you moved yes you uh, still, still with the same tailors yeah uh, we had a, a small house in the middle of the jungle and then it grew to another house and another house and uh, until we got uh, actually magnus's old boss we employed him as our boss down there Okay. And uh, he still is our boss down there to this day. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. And how does that work? Is he kind of like a native speaker of Sri Lankan? Uh, no. You know, is there any kind of barrier? How Do they speak relatively good English, these guys? They do. It's an old English colony, so uh, they have um, English as a second language down there. Um, right. And not everyone speaks it, but most people know a bit of it. Okay, so excuse my ignorance on that because I've not been to Sri Lanka, but I have been to Thailand and uh, Hoi An um, over in Vietnam. And so I don't know if you, you're familiar with Hoi An, um, but they, they no, not like, really. No, so they have like a one of the main streets is a UNESCO protected city, and one of their main streets is completely run with tailors. It's like you've got like oh, yeah, 400 yeah. odd tailors down there, and. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend and I said, whilst we're here, let's get a couple of suits and shirts because, you know, it was very good money and the quality looked good. Mm. And as we were buying this stuff and we were impressed with the garments, I just said, look, this is something that we could do when we take home. You know, we can still order mm. online. They have our yeah. measurements, et cetera. We can get something sent over. Mm. Um, and gradually, I guess, the idea kind of spurned into, yeah. well, let's see if we can snowball this and have other people involved and maybe we'll set up a store similar to yours yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I'll just cut to the end but the main mm. hurdle that we had was that we couldn't find anyone at ground zero there that would mm. be able to talk to the seamstresses or talk yeah. to the manufacturers it was just one step too far the data was there all of yeah. the all of their clients and their databases it wasn't digitized but it was no. all there waiting for an opportunity to come along so yeah um Maybe you can talk about those steps for you and and how you managed yeah. to kind of get it from there to the, to where. Yeah, as I as I mentioned, it it was really important for us to get this contact, and to to really be able to have some one single point of contact to manage everything. But it wasn't easy. I mean, um, we have lots of funny stories that uh, in in two thousand three the internet was not widespread, so. Um, uh, the guy who handled our connections down there, he had to go into town every day and uh, go to an internet cafe and see if there was a new email from us. And oh, wow. <laughs> so that, that was really primitive. And yeah. um, actually took us one and a half years before we actually went down to see him for the first time. Oh. And uh, before that, we had sold thousands of shirts and all were delivered, so it worked out. But we we really feel, felt that we needed to go there and and meet him, and and that was the same thing. There was no cell collect connection or or internet in the jungle, so yeah. So uh, that, he, that was, the communication massive linchpin, yeah. Yeah, that was that was really big problem, but we managed through that, and finally we got him uh, an old modem and a computer that he could have. So they actually could um, 
we, we were completely paper-based back then. So we, we did printouts from, we built a system uh, that stored all the measurements and then they printed them out and gave to the tailors and they followed the instructions. So um, they could do that. And um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, no, I was, was going to ask, how has the technology moved on for you now? As in, I so I'll, I actually had a, a suit through Taylor store and I remember actually, mm-hmm. this must have been about five years ago. I'll give, give you yeah, I actually yeah. remember giving the physical measurements. My girlfriend measured mm-hmm. me up and we, and we sent the measurements along now revisiting your website. Again, you have a new apps a new kind of technology that yeah. can help people with their measurements. Perhaps you can touch upon that first. Please. Yeah, sure. Well, uh, the, a lot has happened both since back then, but in the last five years, we have done a lot of improvements in the digital domain um the app is one thing that we can uh, using machine learning and years and years of customer measurement data and a lot of experience that we have developed the algorithms for this app to to accurately take your measurements using only two, two photographs and this is an in-house solution it's not something that we bought it's and completely made by us it's all yeah. them podcasts you're listening to, Matt Solar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this Week in Tech with Matt Solar is my new app. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. No, actually, we, we are both nodes. And, and still to this day, we are doing coding, both me and my co-founder. So um, that's a kind of our passion. So is that so, hobbyist for you? I mean, like, did you get schooled up on coding? Did you get no. any extra education? Or is this stuff you're learning as you're going? Well, in my experience, usually the best coders are those that do it from passion not from an education so right. um but um back to the, the to the app that we found that the results that we were getting from these algorithms were much better than having um people that weren't that experienced taking their own measurements so it's more accurate than using a tape because a tape can be put so many ways in a body and you might be relaxed, you might not be, you might be just had a big meal. I mean, it's there's so many variables that uh, makes the app more accurate than, than doing a normal tape. And another thing is that we take the responsibility for the measurements from the customer to us. We guarantee that your, that your garments fit and they don't have to worry about that. And we, we are not satisfied until they are comfortable in their garments. And once you are, you can order again and again and again. So it's, yeah. um, it's proven really great. And right now I can, I can divulge that we are working on an even better algorithm that uh, uh, is based on many, many more profiles of data that will be even better and easier to use as well. So. And is, can you patent this technology um, or once it's out there, can other people grab hold of it and then and spawn their own sites? How well, does that work? I, I would say that the, it's not, we're in the EU, so software is not patentable. And um, still there is a lot of background data that makes this possible that you just can't copy if you don't have the data. So um we're not but too worried about that. Itself, I mean, like someone wanted to set up their own e-commerce store because I, I have seen it on other sites before. I'm yeah. just trying to figure out 
how yeah, it was. Once you release it, they they don't go, oh, great, thanks for doing that. We'll, no. we'll have it as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, that's not really possible for them to do. But there are other companies doing the same thing and selling it as a service, for example. Mm. And uh, we tried some of them out, but it's uh, always felt better to have your own solution that you have full control of. Matt Zola, can you talk a little bit about some of the suits, please, and some of the shirts? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to know what are the common requests by some of your clients, old ones and new ones, and do you get to experiment at all with different fabrics, maybe a bit more quirkier fabrics? How bespoke do you really get over there? Well, um, we have a pretty good uh, production system and production technology, so we can experiment very easily by just buying a few hundred meters of a, of a fabric and trying it out if we want to. And um, it's easy to test on demand, of course. That said, if we look at the top t, top 10 of our fabrics that are sold, it's white, 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 and light blue. So, <laughs> wow. Okay. A white shirts, you mean? And yeah. Uh, mostly. Yeah. If we, yeah. No, uh, light blue shirts as well. And then suits is, of course, the, the, the staples, the, the black, the, the dark blue ones. And, uh, but uh, we would like to offer even more than we do today. We have over 200 shirt fabrics, for example. We would like to extend that as well. And uh, the suit fabrics as well. But uh, we have to test some and remove some and buy new ones like that. Often there are customer requests, of course. And um, sometimes it's easy to, to range for that. But uh, sometimes it's a little bit too non-commercial for us to do. So we have right. to choose. But uh, that said, our, our product manager, Anna, she is uh, really good at experimenting with new blends of fabrics and, uh, for example, silk blends or wool blends or things like that and find new exciting products to work with. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's uh, it's really fun to, to try out. I mean, everyone at the office, they are test pilots for our new things. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, imagine your own wardrobe must be um, pretty uh, it's, it, Yeah, it, it's huge. And uh, how do you, I, I'm imagining you have your own wing of your house dedicated. Uh, my wife wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> and where do you get the fabrics from? Are they also in Sri Lanka as well? Are they local? Yeah, some are local. A very few, select few, uh, because Sri Lanka used to have a large fabric industry back in the 80s, but there was a civil war for uh, about 30 years and uh, it collapsed much of the economy in the country. So there's not much left, sadly. So uh, mo most of our fabrics come from India or China today, some from Turkey okay. as well. So, uh, um and what are people asking for in ways of fabric? Is there like a is there a type of wool? Are we kind of getting lighter with some of the wools as well? I'm just trying mm. to get a, mm. a very. I know it's a bit of a generic yeah. question, but maybe yeah, I, of you course. join the dots on what the trends are and what people yeah. are asking for. You must be seeing some. Yeah, yeah, of course. Me personally, I love the the light wools. They're perfectly. They drape very beautifully, and they're they're really really comfortable to wear. But uh, different occasions call for different fabrics. So um, we try to have a, a pretty wide assortment to uh, offer something to everyone. Now for the summer, linen is very popular. Mm. So, uh, 
And and as well as people using the app and giving you their data and details that way, do they mm-hmm. also get the opportunity to send you, say, like photos of suits they've seen in films or on certain characters? Yeah. Uh, do you have that kind of? Uh, are they able to access you that way? Yeah, uh, we have a. If I if I might say so myself, we have a great customer service. They are very dedicated and they try really really hard to to please every customer and. Um, Everyone can, of course, mail their wishes to them and, and have an, a reply very quickly and to get help with what they're looking for. We cannot always provide them with what they want, but uh, in most cases, we, we we are able to help. Great. Well, good to know. Um, and how is things with the pandemic over in Sri Lanka and with your own in-house team? How's it How's it panning out? Yeah, well, we had uh, 2020 in March. We had um, we went down to South Africa, had a great photo shoot with a couple of models. Came home, Cape Town. Yeah. Oh, and, the uh, food in Cape Town. Oh, yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's it's uh, really a, a dream destination. It's it's so good. It then we beautiful. came home. We went to Sri Lanka for a couple of weeks to do some work down there. And uh, the day after, we landed in Copenhagen and went back to Sweden. Denmark closed down. And then Germany closed down and everything. We just saw the sales plummet the first month or two in the, into the pandemic. It was, it was a really scary situation, actually. Mm. But um, we had to do a lot of restructuring and, um, and just cutting costs. And that has been good for the company, of course, because sometimes you need to have a look at yourself in the mirror and see what are we, what are we spending our money on? Mm. But um, there is definitely uh, um, less demand in general for well-dressed menswear because most people, they, they spend their workday at home right now. And um, I was talking to a stockbroker the other week and he said, yeah, well, in the beginning of the pandemic, everyone, they dressed up in their shirts and suits when they were sitting in the Zoom meetings. Right now, it's, it's widely accepted to just wear a T-shirt because no one cares anymore. <laughs> so that was kind of depressing. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, your confidence booster. Yeah, but uh, still, we have seen a, a little bump back now during 2021. Uh, we are we're seeing the return of the demand actually, okay. not uh, in 2019 levels yet, but we're getting there. So well, I think there must be an appetite for it still. People, like you say, can spend enough time at home, but there's only so much time you feel good about yourself in your yeah. dressing gown, right? Yeah. For, you know, so yeah. I know a lot of people, speaking to a lot of people in the trade, they're just as eager to wear their good buttoned-up clothes yeah, yeah, yeah. out as they are just around the house now. We expect that there is a huge pent-up demand uh, that will just release when everyone gets their vaccines and start returning to normal life probably around this autumn, something like that. Mm. Then uh, then we're ready. Good to go. Mm. Well, Matt Sola, thanks so much for taking time out to speak to us today. Um, yeah. It's great to finally meet you. I've, I do believe I've spoke to Magnus, either it was an e-interview or it was a, in person, I yeah. forget. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's and, and it's great that you've stayed the course as well. I think there's been a lot of people, including myself, that have tried to follow in your footsteps and yeah. try to get things going. Um, And I know how hard, if not mission impossible, it is to do something like that. 
So, well, the idea is not new. I mean, I, I met a hundred people like you saying exactly the same thing. We went to mm. Thailand, we picked up some shirts, <laughs> found, found that everyone's be, got the Thailand yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they find it a good business idea, but no one makes anything of it because the, the first few steps are really, really hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's, it, it, I, I feel like such a cliche going there <laughs> and doing it. So I'm like, do you know what? I should have just stuck to it. Yeah. it honestly, it, it, I had a whole business plan. I had about six months dedicated to that thing. Just couldn't get it off the ground. <laughs> anyway, that's me. I'm glad you did, though. It makes it a lot easier for me to buy suits. Yeah. Um, Nat I always ask this of um, of Swedish people when they, they come on. I presume you're Swedish. I know that you are. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, the most famous Swedish person for you is it Dolph Lundgren or is it Zlatan Ibrahimovic? <laughs> well, uh, I'll have to go with Zlatan. Uh, he is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would like to go with Dolph, though. <laughs> but, uh, so uh, I'll chalk that up. I've got a poll going over yeah. here. I need to like, pull it out once it's mm. yeah. 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 Back in the day, it used to be Bjorn Borg, the tennis course, player. Yeah. yeah. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I'm... I'm it's, Oh, I'm not wearing his pants. I was going to show you because I've got like a. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I bought loads and loads of uh, Bjorn Borg pants back in the day because I bought one and they were just so comfy. Mm-hmm. And I just, and yeah. They've stayed with me because I haven't really changed my way. Oh, he sold it too early. He doesn't make any money of it yet, still. Has he? Yeah. Has he <laughs> sold the brand name? Mm. Oh, really? <laughs> Such a good name, though. I mean, you don't have to do anything in life if you've got a name oh. like that. You can just stick that on anything. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I digress massively. Matt Sola, thank you so much for coming on, taking time out. Um, yeah. Great to speak to you and best of luck for the future. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you, Matt Sola. Once more, you can check out all the information and get in touch with the guys over there at taylorstore.com. We'll leave all the details and links over on the show notes over at www.menswearstyle.co.uk. And we're on the social at Menswear Style. Give us a follow, say hi, let us know you're out there. Receiving this broadcast. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Menswear Style Podcast. If you like what you hear, why not leave a review? It does help our egos. And if you want to be a guest on the show, tell us about your brand and your journey. You can email us here at info at menswearstyle.co.uk. Until next time.